0: All right, so here we go. So why don't you guys tell me? And awesome, Adri. By the way, somebody uh, from the lab is already figuring out Python, which I was pretty impressed with. So good job on that. Is it Angie or Adri? it's Adri right? That was you, right? That was t- already getting it done. Already getting the lab done? Or was it who? Who's it was Angie? Angie was ready me so Angie was already getting it done what's that I was impressed I haven't even told anybody how to do it yet and you've already got it done That's very impressive you get a shout out Louis, no uh Alejandro hang on hang on let's let let's let the class settle down Alejandro first and then Serena what's up oh that was that was Angie so Angie so in lab today you're gonna see um, I'm gonna you're gonna record we're gonna talk about fermentation that's right that's how far we got we started talking about fermentation in lab we're gonna measure fermentation in yeast but then you're gonna record that data keep that data and then you're gonna use it to make graphs and run statistics and the reason why I want you to do that is to prepare you for your independent project which is coming up right so, look at all these markers I brought today. <laughs> <off>. <laughs> okay. So, um, so some, one, Angie already, shout out to Angie. Sorry, Angie already started to figure out. Like, so, one, one option, so one problem with Excel, which she realized is that now Excel has messed up bar graphs. They make a multi-bar graph, but they don't have a proper bar graph where you can compare one thing to another with air bars, yeah. which is problematic, which has now led me to show students another way to do it, which involves learning a little bit of Python. It was intimidating, but it's really not that bad. You just got to open it and look at it. If you're familiar with Excel, get out of that comfort zone. Like you said, it's, it's, it's already set up for you. Yeah, I do, I do set it up for you, but I'm basically introducing you to Python. But with, with the tools that I give you, you can make a graph that is properly, it's, it's, for some reason Excel won't do it anymore. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's not bad because I I set it all up for you. All you got to do is add, change the numbers. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, w- but using Python, you can make a proper graph with the proper error bars, and I don't know what's going on with Excel these days. No, so. Cool. so yeah. So and 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 uh, I'm gonna add another assignment where you create your own GitHub, and you, you have a place where you can store all of the codes that I give you. So you can okay. keep them when you leave from this class. I was wondering about that. Because it says you can save a bookmark, but I was like, maybe I'm not supposed to save it there. Yeah, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to add that to your, that, okay. that's coming. Uh, I, I could probably still add it this week, but I'll make it do like later, it's before the spring break. OK, okay so, so shout out to that. OK, so <clears throat> besides that, the, does anybody remember what we talked about Last lecture. We definitely talked about energy, Scott. We got up to that oh, Sharina, I forgot your question. Yeah, you Sharina, what was your question? Oh, no, no. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I can't hear you. Something about the graphs? Know. <laughs> so it, the ah. Ah. I'm sorry, Sharina. Yeah, fermentation. So you remember we were talking about fermentation? Okay, so we were talking about fermentation. So how do we get, what is the process of fermentation? How about before you tell me, why don't you tell your partner the entire process of anaerobic glycolysis and fermentation? And while you do that, I'm going to see if I have a kahoot for you. you learned enough to how me give you glycolysis okay you haven't seen all these but I think this is enough to give you a kahoot so let's test your knowledge of this process Where's the music? On PC. I mean, I'm working on the sound here. You guys hear something? Oh, this is the best. Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. Wait, 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 wait. I got to reload this. Wait, will it let me? This is like the glycolysis rap. Wait, hang on. Okay. Let's break it down. My is a series of reactions, Takes glucose molecules of sugar, breaks it down to the Keep your eyes But my house's investments to 18 keys, which happens this energy. to take on locus into the One the because house is in sugar, you can see. Cleavage yields two of carbon-free, the high I'm second Boy, ATPs, that's the growth to you. So I'm going to a generous accounting of their dollars. But two ATPs are invested in this one, so you get just two. You can use to jump money to make it pull out, and that gain is two. Two ATPs that you will receive. If that doesn't seem like very much, toss it in what how am I in there somebody's me <laughs> Are right, you guys ready? Hey, Jada, what's up? <laughs> yes, excellent. I'm curious who Provoke is, but it's not me, just so you know, but they're doing well. (laughs) Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, you guys are good. Sounds like man I missed this one. Ooh, you're right, you're right. You you get four out of it, but you have to put two into it. So two are needed even to make it happen, right? It's kind of a weird question. Ooh, now I know who Prof OG is. Why is it What's hidden? Ooh. You're right. One one glucose will give you two, but two glucose will give you four, right? Ooh. Yanpei and Chris. We got a tag tag team going on? Nice. That's That's like group challenge. All right. yes so yeah so remember one one glucose is six carbons one glucose makes two pyruvate so one glucose makes two pyruvate so three glucose makes six pyruvate It's double because it splits it splits glucose into two three carbon molecules. all right sweet oh yeah oh yeah ching yeah so believe it or not the powerhouse of the cell has nothing to do with glycolysis glycolysis is completely independent from mitochondria and uh, you know prokaryote it's the, it's considered to be the ancient pathway because everyone does it even if they have mitochondria or not good 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 I like it so, can, can you Brenna, yeah so I said so glycolysis is like the ancient it's considered the ancient metabolic pathway because all organisms do glycolysis all organisms because it's the beginning and it, it's not in the mitochondria because even prokaryotes don't have mitochondria they still do glycolysis so everything does glycolysis pretty much if it's living it does glycolysis for the most part there's some esoteric stuff out there that doesn't even use sugar right but If it's using sugar, it does glycolysis. Okay, so this it's uh, and it doesn't require mitochondria because mitochondria came much later. Okay, good to know. Good to know. All right, Ibrahim's on fire. All right, these two I don't know if you'll know, but where the shot? You might know based off of some stuff like that. Ooh, we're dead even okay so we're gonna learn more about this today so we're gonna learn more about this today but basically if it goes to the this happens in the mitochondria anything that goes to the mitochondria needs oxygen so it's aerobic last one Ooh! All right, these were harder because we haven't covered these yet, right? So, but if you guessed aerobic, you're right. Okay, ten out of ten, everyone! Wow, all year. Damn <laughs> you! All right, so that was stiff competition. Everybody was 10 out of 10, that's rough. That's good though, well done to you guys. All right, I'm gonna fade you out. Wait, where's the fade out button? (laughs) All right, back to the science. Well done. Can I decline? Yeah, excellent. All right, so that brings us to the present. I'm still recording. Okay, so where were we? So cell energetics. Aerobic versus anaerobic versus aerobic. So we covered kind of the anaerobic, right? Which essentially was let's see if any of these work. Oh here. There you go. Okay, we're always talking about the breakdown of glucose. Not that great either. This one's better. Okay. Glucose, right? We're always talking about the breakdown of glucose. So everything we were just talking about was just involving glycolysis, right? Glycolysis, which breaks down glucose into pyruvate. Okay, so glucose is six carbons pyruvate is three carbons all right so you get two of them which makes sense because you start with six you get two, you get two of the threes three times two turns out to be six it all works out what do you gain from this process glycolysis you get what your net gain Net gain. You gain four ATP, but that's your gross gain. Have you studied business and accounting? So you know you have your revenue, and then you have your net income. So because you have your expenses, you know it's like uh, you sell anything. I don't want to ask. You know, do you do you you sell? uh, You know, you sell your hat right you bought a hat you sell a hat you probably you can make some profit off of it but you still have to consider how much the hat cost you right so that's part of your expenses so your gross revenue is all the money you made off the sale but then you have to discount your expenses yeah, the then. exactly net profit net profit not gross profit gross profit net profit right? gross profit do you call it gross yeah you call it gross profit gross revenue revenue is probably a better word right so but revenue revenue is your total you know total revenue so the total money coming in right then you have to subtract your your expenses I don't know if any of you guys have done this yet any of you guys run a business right now as soon as you start generating revenue even if your expenses are equal to your revenue you have to pay Social Security you have to pay you have to pay a lot of taxes it turns out to be the several thousand dollars at least. So you got to be careful when you go into business you got to make sure you have a decent margins because you have to pay Social Security you have to pay there's taxes on your revenue even if your expenses equal your revenue all you should take a business class I'm just saying they don't do. people are looking at me like no nah. no don't take a business class Yo, what's that Sounds like, by the way, so what's that? Do they that? equally go to fermentation and then the other one goes to the mitochondria? Or? No, it depends. So, okay, so let's let's bring that back into glycolysis, right? So glycolysis, your gross, so your revenue, you could say your revenue out of glycolysis, right? So your total revenue or your, your gross your revenue out of glycolysis is 4 ATP. Right? But then Uh, you have to invest something into it right so you invest in your expenses are 2 ATP right so your net gain is your four minus your two which is equal to 2 ATP okay so your net gain from glycolysis is 2 ATP okay then as you mentioned Sean you got two pyruvate you want to know what happens to these things yeah, how, often does it go? how often does it go this way or that way yeah. it's completely dependent upon your availability of oxygen okay. and your ability to utilize oxygen okay. if you have no oxygen it's all going to go this way which is anaerobic which ha- requires no oxygen If you have oxygen, everybody take a deep breath. Oxygen. We all have oxygen, don't we? So if we have oxygen, in theory, we can go this way, which is aerobic. I I don't think I convinced anyone to join business class. That's okay. I'm not a business... (laughs) Hey, honestly, I'm not a business guy either. Actually, I'm like totally not I mean I'm a teacher right so it's like the opposite of business but I started as a business major and then I switched to biology and went for teaching so okay so um, aerobic requires oxygen okay so let's talk about what else we get out of glycolysis though you guys all know this because you all answered it right on the kahoot So not only do you gain ATP out of glycolysis, what else do you gain out of glycolysis? That's right. Right? So if you do glycolysis on its own, you should get two ATP and two NADH out of it. There's a lot of steps to this, you heard the guy rapping about it, there's a lot of steps to this. I should make you learn them all I used to make students draw the whole thing draw everything I'd be like draw the glycolysis to the Krebs cycle to the electron transport chain but it was a take-home exam just to like give you the kinesthetic now I do the multiple choice but uh that's what I used to do okay so but what you really need to know is what you gain out of it right that's what really matters so other stuff matters too but it'll matter more to you later when you care about this more if you care about this more Okay so you gain 2 ATP you gain 2 NADH Now if you go this way if you com- per- convert pyruvate into what do you if it's us or if it's mammals or if it's animals what do we convert pyruvate into when we do anaerobic fermentation Lactate Lacti, yeah lactic acid right So lactic acid. What do we have to spend? What do you mean interchangeable? Lactate and lactic acid. Yes, they're interchangeable. Lactate is lactic acid. Is that what you're going to ask, Mitch? Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Lactate, lactic acid, same thing. It's like glutamate, glutamic acid. Uh, Yeah. Okay. So lactic acid, lactate, is what you produce. Now, what do you have to? What are your expenses? in order to convert pyruvate into lactic acid that's right you burn your NADH so because if you do 2 pyruvate to 2 lactic acid you're gonna burn 2 NADH okay into NAD+. Plus. You guys all remember that NADH to NAD plus thing? Oxidation reduction. So you are doing what to NADH? You are oxidizing it into NAD+. Plus. And that is powering the production of from pyruvate to lactic acid. Why on earth would you want to do that? Why would you want to make lactic acid? You already get, you got your 2 ATP and your 2 NADH out of Converting it to pyruvate. So why make lactic acid? What? They burn the glucose. You got the ATP out of the glycolysis. You get that either way, even if you convert it to lactic acid. I mean, yeah, it's what happens when you don't have enough oxygen. That's true. So, it depends on the system. (laughs) It depends on the system, but with us, pyruvate—I mean, technically, pyruvate can undergo can undergo gluconeogenesis. But pyruvate is typically not just secreted out of the out of the cells. Once we make lactic acid, lactic acid is transported out. They're like, get rid of it because it's an acid. So they're like, this is ruining our cells get rid of it get rid of it so they, they secrete it out it's secreted it, remember this they secrete it out into the blood right should make blood red right so lactic acid gets secreted out into the blood okay so pyruvate your body wants to do different things with pyruvate pyruvate could actually go this way pyruvate could go to the mitochondria we started to learn that, right? Pyruvate can go to the mitochondria where it gets converted to acetyl-CoA. You guys remember that? Remember that big CoA molecule? That's way bigger than the acetyl group. It's like, the acetyl is just like this little thing and then there's like this huge CoA thing on it, right? Okay, so, and then that takes... This you lose a carbon as CO2. You gain an NADH out of it. Remember this happens twice. This is mitochondria. And also, what else? Um, you you add a CoA group. All right? CoA's got to go in. CO2 is lost, NADH is gained, and, and CoA goes in. CoA goes into the reaction. Well, this thing, it says NADH goes into it. It should, no, NAD plus is converted to NADH. What's that thing? Is that your notes? Is that sure. not? NADH is going in there, it says NADH. Yeah, you're gaining an NADH. Oh, it looks like this like green arrows the NADH is going into it. Hmm. That's what's confusing. That is confusing. Yeah. Well this specific reaction, this will happen. And you will see this over and over again. So every time you lose a carbon as CO two, you will gain an NADH. You will see it several more times in the Krebs cycle. You will see it three more times. Oh yeah, where's my slides? Here I'll show you, but look at this one, Sean. Look at this one. Where did my slides go? Hang on. Let me let me show you. Look at this one. Look at this one. Wait. Look at this one. There is a specific pathway so this is really this is pyruvate oxidation so this is that okay sorry for that cartoon that's a little the point of that cartoon is to to show you that glucose can have separate fates but it's not a very detailed explanation of what's actually happening metabolically yeah. Nina no Mina yeah. yeah what's up When you go through aerobic respiration, you gain 2 NADH. You're going to get a lot more than that. We haven't even got to aerobic respiration yet. We just we just scratched the surface. All we did was take the pyruvate into an aerobic direction. We haven't even covered. The full aerobic respiration is going to involve three things. One is this. So aerobic respiration. Aerobic. Good question, by the way we haven't talked about this yet aerobic respiration is going to involve the pyruvate going to the mitochondria so it's going to be pyruvate oxidation the Krebs citric acid cycle And the electron transport chain slash electron transport system slash oxfos I like oxfos Oxidative phosphorylation. That's everything. What will you actually get out of that? Mina? Mina? Nina? Mina. Mina. Mia. Nina. Mia. Mia. Sorry, Mia. It's been a while. Okay. Okay, so pyruvate oxidation will give you, like we said, you will gain a CO two, NADH. That's it. You invested in CoA. That's going to be times two because there's two pyruvate. The Krebs citric acid cycle you will gain three NADs, one FAD one ATP or GTP depending on which book you read and two CO2 times two because that's per molecule per pyruvate can they split I mean, usually you either have oxygen or you don't. So I mean, in theory could one go towards an oxygen pathway and the other go towards a anaerobic? Why not? I mean, in theory like anything's possible. Right? Especially let's say let's say you you keep working this pathway until you run out of oxygen. Yeah, you'll go this way. And you'll go back that way when you get more oxygen. That's assuming the muscle runs out of oxygen, which some people say that's true. If you do a hard enough endurance exercise, say yeah the muscle will actually be starving wanting more oxygen and not be able to have it delivered enough that's why the the bicyclists are blood doping they're taking they get more red blood cells so they can deliver more oxygen it makes them perform better because the delivery of oxygen is the rate limiting step in high-level performance so yeah in that case they go this way until they can't have any more oxygen and they go this way and they go back and we showed you the picture of Dean Karnazes, right Anybody figure that one out yet? um, Francesca? What's that? The bottom bottom one. So this one gets a lot. So this one gets approximately, what, 34? (laughs) ATP? 34, 36. Really, it depends on the healthiness of the mitochondria. They don't tell you that. In the textbook, they tell you, oh, it's 34 plus the 2 plus the 2. You get this that's a bunch of garbage like it all depends on how healthy the mitochondria are this is how much ATP you get if they're diabetic mitochondria they're probably not going to produce as much you know or if they're belonging to someone that has Gulf War on this because they gave them drugs that were supposed to prevent cyanide poisoning but now it's destroyed their mitochondria and their whole life they have muscle fatigue and chronic fatigue and if you test their mitochondria, it's not producing 34 per molecule of glucose. So it all depends, right? What was it? Somebody had a question, Francesca? Oxphos. I'm going to explain that stuff in detail. I'm just giving you the numbers. How are we doing, Chris? Sound right? Yes. Yeah. Okay so we haven't even gotten there we're still talking about well this is okay so this is two different ways So I'm just telling you if it goes this way you'll end up getting that obviously this is going to be a lot more ATP than you're going to get out of any of this stuff right what you got out of this was two ATP two there's nothing compared to over there right but that's some I mean it's something right you get the two ATP that's great and then you produce lactic acid that gets secreted out that goes into the blood, right? And then from there it can go to the liver, right? It gets shuttled into the liver and then the liver can convert convert. It can convert pyruvate into lact into glucose if it wanted to. But typically it's working with lactate. Right? It gets converted back into glucose. It takes six ATP. And this is liver gluconeogenesis, right? Gluconeogenesis. Making new sugar. Yeah, so Mia. So last lecture you mentioned that to go from lactate to glucose, it's called GATP. Like that. GATP? Yeah. Glyc... I don't know what GATP is. I was thinking... Oh. Oh, it costs, it costs, oh, I see what you're saying, because that looks like a G. 6 ATP, yeah, it costs 6 ATP to convert lactic acid back into glucose. Right? You only get 2 ATP from converting glucose into lactic acid. It takes more than that to convert it back into. But, you know, if you're on a bicycle, right, to, to Scott's point, if you're on a bicycle and if you're in a race and you are doing this, all the time so you're producing 34 for ATP per molecule or you know plus plus the this is times two so plus the two plus the other two from glycolysis so 38 38 ATP per molecule glucose but then you run out of oxygen some of that could get shuttled over to the liver to start converting the lactate or you can even start pulling your muscle right amino acids can go through gluconeogenesis the alanine Uh, shuttling glycerol you can break down fats. triglycerides can be broken down the fatty acids go into the Krebs cycle which we haven't learned yet but the glycerol group can go into liver gluconeogenesis so it's it's energetically expensive but you can utilize it if you need it since you're also producing ATP and using oxygen so it can work out And remember even in endurance exercise remember Dean Carnese's over here in intense exercise lactate levels should go up in your blood like we're describing here okay eventually you may run out of oxygen so you start going this way you produce lactic acid it goes into the blood and that's what you see here you see lactate levels going up in the blood with high intensity exercise now normally it should get shuttled out into the liver and be converted back into glucose or what have you, right? Especially with Dean Karnazes, he doesn't even have a lactate threshold. You can never measure lactate in his blood. It's either being removed too fast for us to measure, or he's just a super oxygen utilizer. Nobody's figured that one out yet, Mitch. I'm, I'm trying to, because it's just a lactate, it's lactate syndrome. Right. keep looking you're on the right track because it's definitely something to do with this lactate shuttling I mean that's what I remember but I can't find it so if you find it it's works credit. all right so okay so everybody's clear on so then once it becomes glucose then it can be secreted out of the liver go back to the let's say this is muscle all right and be re internalized by the muscle as glucose and then re undergo this process again and this cycle is known as the Cori cycle that is this one right here the Cori cycle okay I don't I don't remember who Cori is but he's a doctor he figured this out okay let's talk about the other way we have a little time oh yeah they're supposed to do the electronics did i just ruin everything it's okay okay so let's talk about So here glycolysis happened, right? Glucose to pyruvate. Now what we're describing is aerobic. Aerobic respiration, right? If you have oxygen, what happens? Well, first thing it does, right, is it goes it gets shuttled into the mitochondria. This is the mitochondria. Everything having to do with aerobic involves mitochondria. Everything. Okay, if it's aerobic, the first thing it does is go to the mitochondria. Everyone's good on that. Once it's in the mitochondria, it undergoes what we described. Now I have a good pen and I can hopefully make this more legible. All right, pyruvate gets converted into acetyl CoA. Pyruvate has three carbons. Acetyl-CoA has two plus the CoA group so you went from three carbon to two carbon the only way you can do that is you lose the carbon every time the carbon gets lost during this process it produces co2 so co2 is lost every time you exhale you are breathing out that's one of the co 2s you're breathing out you are also gaining Every time you lose the CO2, you also gain an NADH. Okay? And then, of course, you had to invest the CoA into this. That's how it became acetyl-CoA. Okay? Which we know is a huge molecule. Okay? Once... It has become acetyl-CoA. This is a fundamental metabolite in aerobic respiration. This can be generated different ways. You do not have to generate acetyl-CoA from glucose. You can actually generate acetyl-CoA from fat. Fat has a way to convert itself into acetyl-CoA. It's complicated. Carnitine has to shuttle it into the mitochondria. You've ever supplemented it with carnitine? Carnitine brings it in. It, it comes from, you know, those long triglycerides. They get chopped up two carbons at a time into those acetates. The acetates get converted ultimately into acetyl CoA. So, if, long story short, though, fat can become acetyl CoA. So, glucose can become acetyl CoA. Fat can become acetyl-CoA all right this process fat that's fatty acid oxidation that's good stuff that's why if you do this is aerobic right we're getting into aerobic endurance so that's why if you run forever you might burn some fat so I need to do start running what's up Scott? you good all right, all right so we're good on we can get there different ways right okay so once we're there though that's why this is a a key metabolite because look you see from different energy pathways you can form this but once you form this then you get into Krebs Krebs cycle and the first see here's a picture of aerobic respiration so you make the acetyl CoA then you go into the Krebs cycle so here's the Krebs cycle It's your favorite you love it it's more when I was a student I had to memorize this and this is the way I memorized it I'll tell you guys that you have to never repeat this my teacher I told my teachers I was so young and naive I thought it was funny then they corrected me they're like no they changed it for me Okay, when I came up with the acronym I said CIA store or no, I said CIA seriously sucks for making officers. Uh, I'm sorry. Okay. So then they changed it, they're like, no, what you mean to say is CIA stores secrets for making operations. And I was like, ah, okay. So CIA stores secrets for making operations Right So what does that mean well Let me here I'll put the Krebs cycle over there I know, I tried them all, I was like, there we go. Okay, here's the Krebs cycle. Start with acetyl-CoA. This is a two carbon molecule with the CoA. Okay, obviously CoA gets lost. All right, now you're left with a two carbon molecule but that 2-carbon molecule joins with a 4-carbon molecule called oxaloacetate which is the O. Oxaloacetate joins with acetyl-CoA to form citrate, 6-carbon molecule which is the C. Okay. It goes citrate isocitrate which is the A alpha ketoglutarate which is the A succinyl CoA succinate fumarate malate oxaloacetate see CIA stores secrets for making operations CIA stores secrets for making operations so you see that citrate to isocitrate is still six carbons He's a different color here. Alpha. Alpha. Sorry, it's Greek. I was never in the Greek life, but that's alpha. Thank goodness. Or nothing against you Okay, so citrate so is to isotrice citrate is just an isometric change, so no difference in carbons. When it goes to alpha keto glutarate, it does lose a carbon. One, two, three, four, five. Loses a carbon. Every time you lose a carbon, you gain what? CO2. CO2? That's right, that's right. So you gain a CO2, you gain an NADH. Okay? Now, next step. You lose another carbon no yeah you lose another carbon so this is a four-carbon molecule every time you lose a carbon all right succinyl gets converted to succinate during that process you lose CoA but what you actually get in this textbook it says ATP great so you gain your ATP here all right then succinate gets converted to fumarate this is the only time you get a fad instead of an ad okay and it's F F for fumarate okay so here you get a fad FAD to FADH2 so that's a product you're still left with a four-carbon molecule it's four carbons on the way right because oxaloacetate has four carbons yeah so what you got is that's what we said you got right you get the Krebs cycle Remember, this is per molecule of glucose, or per molecule of pyruvate, so it happens twice. All right, so this is times two. Okay, so the Krebs gives you three NADs, one FAD, times two. So it's six NADs, two FADs. This was a Jeopardy question. I was like the only one that got it right. I was like, I know this. (laughs) It's like the only question I ever get right alright two ATP um, and what else CO2 four CO2 so that's this basically times two alright I already did it there sorry okay so what do you majorly get out of this energy of course but what kind of energy Yeah, so what, reduced energy, so what do you... Reduced NADH, NADH, that's right, right? That's the major thing you're getting out of this is you reduced NAD plus into NADH and you reduced FAD into FADH2. You only get two ATP out of this. That's the same as glycolysis. That's a lot of reactions to really get two ATP, right? But as we said over there, if it's still there... Is this what we said? We said, yeah. 3112 times 2, right? So, but then see, you see the next step, you're going to get lots of ATP, right? That's where you get all the ATP. What's that? Ketosis? I've been looking into ketosis. I need to look more into ketosis. You get even more than that per molecule glucose? But they don't use it. From, well, because so, fatty acids, you can make a lot of ATP off of fatty acids, but fatty acids go to here. So then you start, yeah, you can pump it, yeah. What's that? Pyruvate. Remember that glucose, one glucose made two pyruvate. Pyruvate becomes acetyl CoA. But there was two pyruvates, so you get two acetyl-CoA's. Two acetyl-CoA's go around the outside. Around the outside. So you have two. Two, two, um, two turns per molecule of glucose. Yeah, Sean. Yeah. Um, Is that, so you 17 per? 17, no. No, in that case, well, yeah, sure, you could say that, but we just think about, yeah, all the final products you got out of Krebs, because now we're not going to do turns anymore. Now we're going to take all that and put it into the Krebs. What's up, Allie? Um, If it's a fatty acid, you don't get one set of other products, right? If it's a fatty acid, It's actually, so imagine, imagine it's a triglyceride, okay? Okay? Now you're talking about some serious energy, because remember, acetyl-CoA is only two of those carbons. So you're gonna cut off two at a time, convert it and shuttle it in to become acetyl-CoA. So how many times do you think that's gonna happen out of a triglyceride a lot right so imagine all these you're going to get the numbers are staggering you get a lot more ATP you're going to get a lot more Kreb turns out of a fatty acid than you will a molecule of glucose and then this glycerol the glycerol itself goes to gluconeogenesis wherever that went I got rid of it but the glycerol goes to the liver And can undergo gluconeogenesis to be converted back into glucose. So you can get a lot of energy out of fat, which makes sense, right? That's why if you're like sitting there running at a low intensity, you're like, "Yeah, I got, I can burn my fat and make lots of energy to go into this pathway." And by the way, different organs prefer different energy systems. So your your skeletal muscle is kind of glycolytic; it kind of likes to use glucose. As an energy source, it'll use both, but it likes glucose. Your heart likes fat. Your heart prefers fat. Your brain's made out of fat, so it's your brain likes sugar too, though it likes glucose. But I, it, it, I know I need to look more into ketosis. I need to, I mean, your brain weight per volume is basically made out of fat. It has more unique metabolites in it than any other organ that I'm derived from fat. But it also, I know it likes glucose because that's an fMRI is looking at glucose consumption. Right? So, yeah, Mia. Um, I had, I it is, I just didn't write it. Every time you get an NADH, it's a, it's being, it's this, right? So it's, remember, you guys remember the, every time you get an NADH, it's coming from an NAD+. plus. Remember we talked about this stuff? It's, um, uh, RADOX, oil rig, I like Leo the lion saying GERD, you guys like, yeah. it's just cuter. I'll show you Leo the lion says ger. Does that count in biology? Can it be? I don't think that counts, but I'll show you guys anyways. Leo the lion says ger. All right, so it's a loss of electrons is oxidation, gain of electrons is reduction. Yes, Peter That's like correct, what are doing over there with the H, Up there? Yeah. So I should also say that the H. So you're saying put the H in here? Like that what the gain and loss of oxygen okay you mean at the final step yeah, yeah. when we're talking about oxygen and water yeah okay but we haven't got there yet yeah <laughs> Okay. We will. We'll get into uh, proton gradients, so. though. Yeah. No. Okay. Okay. So. Okay. So how far have we gotten? We made it through the Krebs cycle. We've got nine minutes. What should we do in nine minutes? Oh, we got like we got like we got like uh, fourteen fifteen minutes. Four minutes. Four minutes. Is that, that's what we're supposed to get out? Yeah. You're like, you! <laughs> I'm like, And then we started laughing at 45. So I've been, I've been keeping you guys over this whole time. You've said nothing. Exactly, I'm so sorry. I didn't even know. We don't, I mean, I could I mean, I tell you don't mind because everyone was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, sorry, dude. All right, all right, all right. So we got three minutes. Okay, well how about this? I got three minutes? I will show you my NFT. Oh, stop. I'm just kidding, it's not really an NFT. <laughs> you think I have an NFT? Yes. You think I have an NFT? Yeah, I would, I would that. <laughs> <laughs> you guys think I'm actually a business guy? I'm not You I'm not a business guy. <laughs> I'm not actually a business guy. I'm, I'm trying to get you guys to be business guys, but if you're like me, then you don't care. So, Okay. One side of this is the dark side. The dark side is the mitochondria. It's kind of dark because we have to eat our... What do you think the light side is? The light side is the chloroplasts, the plants. The light side involves chloroplasts. Yeah, exactly. They can just make sugar out of light, which is amazing. We have to eat them to get our sugar, so that's kind of dark right? I don't know. Okay. So, because you know, eventually all this stuff has to go somewhere. So, in my last two minutes, we'll, we'll come back to this, but. Essentially, in your mitochondria, you have an inner and an outer membrane. Everybody agree with that? We don't have two membranes, but mitochondria do. So do gram-negative bacteria. And I think I'll end it there. I'll show you guys the rest of this on next next lecture. Have an amazing weekend. At least now you've seen the yin and the yang. I'll I'll explain the rest once we talk about photosynthesis and.